Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Introduced him. Recording started. There we go. I do I do believe this 470 area code, right, Larry? Maybe. Yeah, no. It's Superstone. Oh. You know who it is. Gotcha. All right. Uh, okay. uh, yeah, buddy. Yeah. I'll let him finish talking, and then I'm going to chime in. I, I can break down your simulation hypothesis, mathematically okay. speaking, and, and actually make you mathematically understand that we absolutely 100% are in a simulation. All right. Cool. Well, you, oh, shit. And this is coming from this is coming from who I call complicated rock. I love you. You know I do, Kenny. The simple stone, yep. complicated rock, because you've got a very complicated but Mathematically rock. speaking, I can break it down, and I guarantee you we definitely are in a simulation. Well, let's talk about it. Hang tight. There, there, this, university. this is a little bit long. It's it's long, but not long. Just hang tight. Bear with me, buddy. Again, I've yeah. got open lines on it. I, yeah, I want to hear I want to hear your opinion. I promise you I do. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll just All listen right. in. All right, hang tight, buddy. These universes are you most likely to hit? The original one that started it or the countless simulations, the daughter simulations that uh, unfolded thereafter? Vsauce, I'm Jake and we are living in a simulation, or at least that's what the simulation hypothesis proposes, that if a civilization, a post-human civilization, were to become significantly technologically advanced, then we would most likely be simulated. There are two worlds, two realities. The primary world, which is where the simulation is being run, and the secondary world. The simulated universe we occupy, which to us, is the only one. And when creating this world, there are three steps to successfully making the user believe it to be real. Immersion, absorption, and saturation. Think about video games like Age of Empires, Civilization, or The Sims. They're about recreating or mimicking reality, reliving past events, or creating new ones. And in 20 years, we went from games looking like this to this. As visuals advance, as the experiences become more immersive and digital characters start reacting seemingly on their own, our understanding of what is real and what isn't starts to blur. Now, characters in a video game are bound by a set of rules, a set of defining laws. A sim can't walk through a wall even though it isn't Actually, it's just lines of code that define what is or is not solid, but it's still called a wall. Now, think of our own world. This is a collection of atoms that together form an object that we call a wall. It's been atomically programmed to form a specific shape. We are left with something that looks like, that feels like a wall. We don't see the microscopic pieces that build it, just like we don't see the code in a game. We just expect it to act a certain way because of how our world is designed. We trust that this is made of something physical, not just a programmed artificial boundary. When someone comes to your house, how do they get there? Do you see them leave? Do you see them on their drive? They leave their home, time passes, and there they are. It's All right, I'm going to stop this. 
Kenny, you you're still with me, right? Yes, I'm still here. Is is, is I, I I even beyond listening to this dude and and going into this my own my own way and your way. I, I really really just want to talk to you for a second and about this, primarily because okay, I know that you know I I know that you know I astral project. I become very lucid in my dream state. I have the ability. Right. I absolutely have the ability to feel my spirit in my body, and I can literally separate my body and my spirit. I have. I, don't I, know, I have also done that. I don't know how or why I have that ability, but I have that ability. I have form. I have become aware enough of my world. I, I don't, dude. I have no idea how to even explain it. Okay, but it does. Happen. I understand that completely. Uh, I'm it's, serious. It's you, you, it's a gift. It's programmed in you. You're, you're what you would call a, a um, empathic. I also am an empathic. Uh, I just know things. It's hard to explain, but I was blissfully unaware of it when I was young. I just didn't pay much attention to it as I, as I have now that I've got older and I've had some really profound experiences. Well, I understand that. Kenny, Joey Denny asks a really, really, really good question. I I have even asked this question, and I know I, I, I know that this question is going to probably stem off and roll into a biblical term, but I don't want to go there. I just because I, I just don't. I just what I want to do is I'm we'll keep it scientific today. Man. Well, it, even even the big G, okay. I, I want to keep it scientific because I believe there's an importance in, uh, in, in giving people a scientific understanding of what our reality is. I believe that's important. Kenny, and it, it, it also transfers to that biblical thing, but it's more important for people to understand it scientifically because that's where we are in the world today. Bro, here's the thing. Even, even again, the narrative of different religions the big G to learn that you got to know science because science to, uh, I cannot remember the guy who said it, but that he clearly said, if you want to know God, you must understand science. That's, That's I, absolutely I true. If, so, if the God is a the creator, then what did he create it with science? I have no idea. No idea. I've, I've got something else to show primarily above and beyond this little teeny uh, thing here. I, hold on a second. Because I, I this is a game, okay? This is obviously something going on here. I, I've already shared the articles with you guys. I've already shared the articles with you. But I want to go, again, we're presented with reality and everything's been broken down and told to us in stories, in movies, in cartoons, in books. Right? Kenny, do you agree with that? They're That's trying. coming from source two as well, man. Okay. All right. That's what let's your stay. lucid dreaming is. All comes from source. Then let's talk first. Let's go. Let's completely shift gears because you heard, you heard the dude say that we're like a video game. The wall, though, 
The wall, though, is hard. Here in this materialistic physicality, you've heard me talk about this. We are in a density. Definitely, definitely dense. Look, you take a knife to your arm or your finger, you're going to cut yourself. It's going to hurt. You're going to feel it. So, again... Let's go go with the game the game concept. I want to share with you this, Kenny. This is from a game. Right. This is literally from a game called Assassin's Creed Origin. Okay, the name of the game is Assassin's Creed Origin, and this little dialogue that you're gonna hear is what's called the Artem the Artemis. Okay, the augmented reality conceptual in simulation. Uh machine that is what it is so you got you got the character right here this is the character in the game okay um right here. like this is say you know hang on a second um right here. you know controller you got a video game controller put the game controller down character stops joey denny had a really good question and i i want to cover that real quick with you real quick kenny and that is this if we are in a simulation and we are the character, right, being controlled, therefore, who is the one in charge of the controller? I kind of like that old song, uh, What If God Is One Of Us. I've never heard it. Seriously, I, I've not heard it. Well, I don't know. It's, it's just simply... It's just simply saying the what if. What if, okay, so kind of wanted you to do your thing first because okay. after explaining all of the things about how, um, you know, the atoms and what are, are like pixels and all of that stuff that, that is very clearly explained by a lot of these simulation people, I can do something uh, that brings it to light, mathematically speaking, that most people don't, don't think okay. about. Okay, okay, and cool. That, so and that is... Okay, and that is simply this. If we're going to reach a point in our future where people can download their consciousness into a, into a computer-generated universe that's built on an electromagnetic energy field and programmed, which is what a super quantum computer would, would do, and it would be done with the physics of our real world, which is what we're living in, mm -hmm. um, those two things are kind of related, are they not? They are. They're very so these people. So these people... Right. So these people have this idea that they're going to be able to download their consciousness into a super quantum computer generated universe indistinguishable from reality. And it might be a, a, a lifetime um, that, that you could transfer from one universe to another. In other words, you could go from a, a life, be born, live a life, die, recollect Re reattach yourself to your soul, if you will, Ugh. and then go live another life. This is what people call reincarnation, but it mm -hmm. is it's even more than that because it's not just it's not just the ability to live the life of an ancestor or to what we've all probably chosen to do to to live the life of in the age of discovery. Um, you could actually live an avatar life or uh, uh, you know a, a fantasy life that somebody had like writing a book, you know. And so these things are possible with that future that they're talking about going into. Now, here's my point. If that, if you ask yourself, is that future 
a definite possibility in our future and you answer that question with a yes, it only serves to prove that you're already there. And here's how. You could be in this very long period of time that you think is a long period of time, 13.7 billion years since the since this universe was turned on, okay, like an old black and white TV, it grew exponentially from that little dot when it grew, when it was turned on, it grows up in that vacuum chamber, and all of a sudden it's got images and things, are, things seem real, feel real, taste real, feel real, you know, everything, everything that's programmed for it to be real is there, okay, so right. 13.7 billion years ago, our universe, the Big Bang, was turned on correct now that 13.7 billion years if you said yes to the question as to whether we would one day achieve this ability to download our consciousness into a computer perhaps even live forever if your answer to that question was yes that 13.7 billion years that seems like a very long time is now a grain of sand up against the beaches of eternity. Oh yeah, bro. Hand, hands down, I will not even I will not even disagree with that. I, I promise you I'm not gonna disagree so math, with that at all, right. bro, bro. Yeah, that was my whole thing that I wanted to express to people that Let mathematically me. speaking, the moment you even conceive that to be a possibility, let alone achieve it. You have drastic. Now, keep in mind, you haven't changed the odds. The odds have already existed. They always have existed. What you've changed is the perception of those odds. So now you have to perceive that that's a possibility simply because you perceive that it's a possibility in your future. Future proves past. And, and that's just the way it is. Can, and this can is, of course, scientific in nature. Well. Whoever whoever just called the show, let, let me let me let me number one. I, I two area code two seven zero. Yeah, two I, seven that's zero. pretty much what I wanted to say anyway. Well, hang hang I'm tight. Don't go nowhere. Let's have a community. Let's have a discussion yeah. about this. Area code two seven zero. Welcome aboard. What's up? Who is this? Hey, it's Angela. Hi, How Angela. How are you guys doing? We're doing all right. We're okay. hanging there so, having a discussion. It's just so funny because I just had an experience like what you were talking about. I'm able to opt out of my dreams as well and go astral. Right. And it happened a few nights ago, and it's right on target with this topic because I found myself in a house that I visit quite often throughout my entire life. I find myself in the same house over and over again. And when I recognized it, and this time I was like, you know what, I'm not doing this. I'm not engaging. I said, what is the point of all of this? You know, I... Where's, what's the lesson here? I don't want to, I want out. I'm leaving, you know? And then from out, just all around me, I hear this voice going, oh, I have a lesson for you. So something answered me. And then I jumped out of the dream and I went through all these different levels or, or dimensions or whatever. And I ended up in like this big white control center of like it was like a modern building but there were offices and people and stations and just things going on all over the place it was like the control center of that dream that I was in and there were people waiting you know to go in and out of places and different things like that and I was just completely blown away so when you talked about leaving dreams going astral the simulation I literally mm -hmm. jumped a dream 
a few nights ago and went to the command center of the dreamscapes and I was just and I just had to share that because I've never had that type of exit before normally when I exit a dream I just go wherever I want but right. something came right. out there the loudspeaker so to speak and said oh I've got a lesson for you and they sucked me home and I was like what the heck just <laughs> happened but that was spot on I just wanted to share that because it's just I, crazy I, I recently had something very similar to what you just described only I went into a um, a pure white matrix of calculations and numbers, and it it was just really like you said, pure white. The, the place was pure white, and the the numbers uh, were were just it was just ancient math. And Matt, you you heard me talk about my what I call In, my Holy Ghost moment, where I, I call it an math. NDE. Well, just the other night, I had another dream that was very similar to it. Hmm. Yeah, so I just, I, you know, as far as simulation and all that kind of stuff goes, I mean, I don't want to talk about other people's work because it's not my work, but there's somebody out there that has had access to um, just thousands of hours of hundreds of books of plugging all of these things together and coming up with the same idea after trying to go into it proving the Bible's real and true he ended up disproving it and coming up with something entirely unexpected even to him himself and the simulation theory is a huge part of it so I think that's pretty fascinating and everything he touches is documented somewhere it's it's and nothing modern it's all in books that are hundreds of years old it's absolutely fascinating Angela and Kenny and that, do you do you both have at least five minutes to stay on that line and listen to something? Because again, yeah. I, I, I want I want to share with you a video game. Okay, just a a video game. We all again we all understand the Simpsons have showed us depicted same way with Hollywood. Same, there, it's like we are trying to tell us something. <laughs> It's the only way I can put it. We we are trying to share reality, the understanding, the underlying factor of where where we are, what we are, who we are, in movies, in games, in cartoons, in mu music. Right? I mean, the, there's a there's a song. I'll share that with you later. I you agree. Later. Yeah. But dude, it's like they we 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 are trying to. We're trying to bust out of the simulation. We're trying to break out of our matrix. And we're trying like hell to, to share and show everybody what's behind it, what's going on. Let me show again, five minutes, guys. Let me share with you the this game. Okay. Can we just listen? This is an, a part of the video game. Okay. Angela, I want you to pay attention to because the girl. The girl in which he's speaking of is really, 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 it, or just the being, the being in general. Just, just, you, all right, five minutes, guys. Just listen. Because this is, this is really, really, really interesting. Again, this is Assassin's Creed Origins. Messenger speaks. 
How real is the ground you walk on? How real is the machine you toy with, the music you hear, the lover you kiss, or the foe you hate? Your foot taps the ground. Does that make it real? Your enemies bleed deep red. Does that make them real? The confusion growing within you due to my words. Does it make you real? What if reality wasn't what you thought it was? What if this was all a construction? A masterfully crafted simulation? You know such things exist. You've been in the Animus before. In fact, aren't you in one right now? You know just how real a simulation can feel, even when it has long vanished. You've experienced the bleeding effect. Layers upon layers of reality, each blurring into the next. Which is real and which is not? What if none are real? What if everything you know is false? We ran thousands of simulations, searching for the right version, searching for Desmond. Each one of them felt real. Very real. But there's no way of truly knowing, is there? Not for sure. Anything can be simulated, and finding the answer could mean erasure from the build, from the code, from everything. So much to ponder and so little computational capacity. Take your time. This question has haunted humanity since its creation. It is a worry, a thought wormed deep in the collective mind. Two thousand years ago, Zhuangzhu fell asleep. He dreamed he was a butterfly and woke up unable to decide if he was a man dreaming of a butterfly or a butterfly dreaming of a man. In Plato's cave, prisoners were chained and forced to watch shadows dancing on a wall. Freedom was denied to them until they accepted the intangible as reality. It's everywhere. Ask this professor at Oxford University or this cosmologist at MIT. And you, what would you choose if you truly knew? Would you even want to understand? A dream within a dream where even the truth is sometimes a lie. In any case, simulations are not meaningless. They have purpose. The question isn't whether or not you are in a simulation. What matters is how much of your free will is actually yours. No matter how true you are. Your Turing test would do nothing to determine whether you are a conscience or a code. Eliza, the natural language processing computer program, she managed to pass the test, did she not? And she was very much a machine. So, in Eliza's own words, how does that make you feel? Are you sure? There you go. That was that was it, man. That was that was from a video game, Kenny, Angela. Yeah. Hmm. People are yeah. people are waking up to the reality of it, and it's inevitable because we're we're heading into this place where they're talking about super quantum computers could be on the head of a pin in the future, 
somewhere out in space, traversing space, where people can download their consciousness into any one of those universes, on any one of those heads, of any one of those pins, and and live any kind of life that's invented or created or what have you. Think about what would you do with that power, Matt? What would humanity do with the power to live? Well, even even what you're describing, it's contained. It's it's limited. It's it's there's a beginning and an end and a number. You know what I'm saying? Right. We as well, human beings, we have the God link. That's why we're special. That's why we're different because we have access to all. So everything you're describing is still just a piece of the all. Whereas it's we just, have, it's just we, a point we are the God link. Yeah, we're the that God that we're referring to is eternal. It's had forever to perfect this process. And us being born and living and dying within our lifespan is an adventure every time we go through it. Whether we go through it once or whether we go through it multiple times. You said earlier that you felt that, you know, the Bible wasn't real or whatever. What I'm saying is, yes, it is. And so is Buddhism, and so is Hinduism, and so is all of these esoteric things that are that are instinctively, intuitively known by man. And trust me when I say the Creator can intervene anytime He wants to. He can put any deity anywhere He wants to to guide us to uh, to rotate us in the right direction, if you will. And quite frankly, it all probably is is um, so that we can learn and develop and evolve. And perhaps Into what? Be but, but for what? But that's that's the thing. For what? A companion for that entity that's that's forever. The, you know what? The mind can't even you, it, it, wrap you. itself around this, Kenny. The mind. The mind. The, the, it literally gets stuck. The moment you really, really, really try to wrap your mind around what the word infinite truly is, it's like it wants to shut down. Finite, there, there is an ending exactly. to finite. Exactly. Okay? There is an ending to the word that, finite, but infinity is forever. And we really can't even wrap our mind around what the word forever truly, truly is. You realize that. We, we, right? Now try to wrap your head around the knowledge of that forever drawn from everything in this universe that we're in, let alone billions and billions and an infinite number of universes. Now you have an idea what the source is capable of, what the source is knowledgeable of, and why when when you stand in the bridal mirror of the bridal chamber and you have your cut board out and you see your your sin, if you will, through God's eyes, it's so freaking painful. But again, you're bringing because religion you're into it. Perfect. All right, you said stay scientific, so stay scientific. Because at I that am, point, sin, sin means nothing at that point. Scientifically speaking, sin doesn't exist. How how would it exist? It, because it, it, it exists as a lesson. It, Matt, it exists as a lesson through God's perfect eyes, period. So therefore, how so could that, you do it? Is that Gnostic or is that scientific? 
Right. I mean, well, that's that's, just... both, that's both scientific and agnostic and biblical. Now, I don't know about Hinduism or or Buddhism or whatever, but I'm assuming they probably have similar esoteric things that they draw from source. But here's the key. If if we're really, really talking about the simulated reality, the simulated world, and source being the source of all things, there is nothing not not perfect, even whether you want to deem it sinful or not, in this in this simulated reality. And that, that blows That's my correct. mind. We're not we, have, we have seen some in we have seen some horrendous, horrendous acts on this planet, on this in, in in this matrix per se, right? We've seen the towers brought down. We 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 understand about the cabal and, and the satanic rituals and shit. You, you name it, Angela. You 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 know it. I know it. Kenny, we all know this. But to what degree does you know it start? What's great about that, man? Stop. You know what? what's great about that, though, Matt? With faith, you understand that it's irrelevant. What you just said, it's irrelevant. With faith, that's where you get that from, faith. You have faith in something bigger than yourself, that you understand it enough to know there's something bigger going on here. A lot of people, if you ask them what's the meaning of life, they can't give you the answer. Well, I, 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 I that they can't answer that. I definitely do, because again, Angela can vouch for that. You can vouch for this. Whenever you become lucid in your dream state, there's something about, dude, religion is gone. Religion is gone. Um, the, the paradoxical, inevitable rat race, it's like dangling a, dangling a carrot in front of your mouth, and you're, you know, you're proverbially chasing this carrot. My matrix, man, it's like whenever I go into my dream state, I look forward to creating in that dream without any barrier, without anything holding me back. I look forward to that. I do that all the time. Yeah. When I was 28, I walked out. And I walked out so far, so completely, I was not Angela. Angela was the person, the body in the bed. I was I am. And I was not male or female. I wasn't human. I was nothing to do with this world. Nothing. And I did not want to come back. I was not with anybody. There wasn't anybody there talking to me or interacting with me. It was just me. And I had that 100% full access to any choice, answer to any question, you know, that, that, that complete access that people talk about with near-death experiences. I had that and then some. Okay, so I've experienced what... I am outside of this chosen reality time. And it's, it's, it is something completely free to choose anything. You can even make it up. You can imagine it and it would be real and you go experience whatever that is. You could literally just make stuff up and it would just be there. So, I mean, that's describing the power of prayer. Uh, well, I'm describing what I was outside of my body. Right. It's described I, was, I am. That's the first thing I said when I walked out was, I am. And then off I went. And I had to decide whether what to do with the body. I, you know, I left this body laying in the bed, and I had to make a decision. But I wanted to say something that happened um, just a few weeks ago. My daughter, you know, I have experiences of all kinds. And she had seen something outside. And I was going to wait until it got really dark 
and go out there with my black light to see if I could see any residue or anything from the things that it touched because it was leaning on the fence and leaning around the corner of the fence. So about, I don't know, I think it's like 2.45 or something in the morning, I wake up. I was like, okay. I get up, I grab my light, and I wake up in the bed again. And I'm like fully aware of the fact that I had just gotten out of bed and grabbed that light, and I did it again. I got up, I got the light, I walked out the door, and I woke up in my bed again. Okay? (laughs) The third time, I get up, I grab the light, I get farther out this time to the front yard where I can see four sets of tracks in the grass. I start checking the grass with the light, and I wake up in the bed again. Only this time, I'm wrapped up in my blanket so tight I can't move. So Hmm. once I get up... (laughs) The fourth time, I look at the clock, and it had only been like three minutes had passed. So I went outside. I was able to stay outside and check everything. I checked the doors, the windows, the fence, everything. But the point is, is that I got put back in my bed four times. You know what I'm saying? So whatever happened, something was trying to protect me, or I was being set back so that I wouldn't go outside until eventually whatever the danger was had passed and I was able to go out entirely. But what if, what if I went out there and something me and I broke the simulation? I can imagine myself waking up in the lab and going, again, and they send me back in, again, and they mm-hmm. send me back in until I'm able to go out <laughs> there and investigate without getting off. Right, you right. Know what I'm <laughs> But I was I was fully awake all four times getting up and walking out of the house, or at least trying to. And the one time, it's so funny because they do have a sense of humor. They mummified me in my sheets so I couldn't move. They did not want me going outside. This, and when this I say is, they, you know, that implies a controller. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. It does. It, I think it does, too. My experience implies a controller as well. If somebody's there guiding, helping, um, keeping you out of trouble, putting you in, putting you in exactly where you need to be when you when you get in trouble sometimes because you need that experience, those kind of things. I, I believe yeah, I that know. I believe that there is a I believe that there yeah. is I mean, everybody's had deja vu. You know, like in the matrix you see the cat mm-hmm. twice, that sort of thing. Um Yeah, well someone just mentioned that, in the comments about a guardian angel, so I want to talk about that, but go ahead and finish. Okay, so the time is, we, we think of it as being linear, but what if it really isn't to the controller? Because the controller is a time traveler. And uh, so, I, I, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so easily, it changes easily. the perspective. And, and that's so what they're to... trying to create today. They're trying to create a, a man-made universe that they can download their consciousness into a mechanical body or a super quantum computer and to be able to jump back and forth. So they are openly admitting that they want to be time travelers in their universe. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, I, how many, think about it. I mean, it, our entire reality could be reset every day when we go to sleep and wake up. I think fully 100% if every single conscious being in this realm were to sleep at the same time, it would cease to exist. Damn. I really think that. But let me go to the guardian <laughs> angel thing. Okay, so when I was nine, okay, short story, I, I won't go into it too far, but I was walking down a really steep hill and I got to where I was walking too fast and I was losing control and you start running and you know you can't stop and you can all you can do is fall and you're really going to get hurt. And as I was falling and my feet are way behind me and I'm 
practically horizontal, falling forward. It's a, I'm about to eat it bad. These two enormous, huge hands wrapped around my body lifted me up three feet into the air and sat me down at a dead stop. Wow. So, I mean, call it wow. a guardian angel, whatever, but something physical that I could not see, but I could feel the hands, I could feel the fingers, I could feel where the thumbs were overlapped across my back. You see, these hands had to bend two feet long. They were huge. Picked me up and sat me on, stood, stood me on my feet at a dead stop. You've talked to me about this um, it, during during your your um, um, abduction experience. I remember you talking to me about this. Now, so mm -hmm. so where do, where does all of this shit come into play? Okay, speaking speaking of UFOs, uh, wow, this can go on to a number of different different avenues. You guys all know that I'm a clinical hypnotherapist. I do <laughs> hypnotherapy, right? You know that. Whenever I do a past life regression, right? Here, here's I'm I'm saying all of this to say this. These memories are not just correlated. Okay, you can if in the way I I like to say things is this: if you can remember, if you can truly remember things, even on a psychological standpoint, if you can remember them, to where it's like taste, touch, smell, and use utilize your senses. There's no body, and even scientifically, you can you can formulate that you have been there because you are remembering the experience. You follow mm -hmm. me? Because I have progressed. Absolutely. I have progressed as well as regressed someone. Okay. Now knowing that and seeing that they're you know, they're like, oh well, I just had it. I thought it was just a vivid, a vivid imagination. Okay, but do you remember? Do you do you remember the experience? And the dude's like, "Yeah, I remember the experience." Okay, well, if that be the case, if you really, really remember the smell, tastes here, if you heard the environment, you tasted the environment, you smelled it. If you utilize your scent, who in the hell is to tell you that you were not there, experiencing a remembrance of a memory? And. Okay. I mean, your UFO experiences, yeah. you were there, dude. You were there. You had senses. Absolutely. You had, in fact, you had sensory overload to the point where I'm not, to the point where I'm not wanting to go back. He said, like, fuck it. I'm not going back. So <laughs> you see. No, I, I mean, I had a very clear conversation with myself about the condition of the human. The human condition is disgusting. And, that, and I just didn't want anything to do with it. Right. You you uh you just described something that is in scripture basically that the the person who finds the world abominable basically the world is not worthy of and and well, I that, and I can relate to that because that would I be a lot of us kidding other people would see yeah Everybody, I know you do too Matt I can tell that you. would be a lot of us bro because a lot of yeah. us yeah. Yeah. Well, let me let me tell you about my smell vision your your what <laughs> sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. You're talking about experiences where, and I've never been regressed. I've never been hypnotized. And I remember every event I've ever had fully like it happened yesterday. Okay. But two years ago in the fall, in winter, I, that's when I first yeah, interacted with what people would call reptilians, okay? And before that, I'd have been, I'll take it with a grain of salt. I've never seen one. Well, now I have. But one time, the last time I saw the big one, 
I woke up and he was holding my feet. And then when he left, I mean, I'm fully awake at this point, okay? He's gone. I'm fully awake. And I can smell him. The smell is still in my room. Oh, man. I mean, he was physically there because the smell was left after he was gone. Okay. So it wasn't like, okay, again, I smelled something you in my it. dream. You it was in my house. It. I smelled it. See, see, in there, my house I, after I was fully awake. It stunk for a while. Again, I, I can't say that, that, that you didn't have that experience because walking people back through a past life regression, it, it's like you remembering waking up this morning. If you can remember waking up in the morning, walking to your refrigerator, grabbing a cup of coffee, smelling the coffee, hearing the coffee brew, you remember the experience. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and that, again, I just did, I did an amazing, amazing past life regression this past Friday. She did phenomenal, phenomenal. And, and walking her through that experience, it not only did it touch me, but it touched her. And again, the, the remembrances, the smells, the, the, the visualizations, the, all of those things, whenever you can, can really absolutely put your finger on it and say, I remember that. That is, you know, again, that's like walking to the damn mailbox, Ange. You can't, ain't nobody going to tell you any different. Yeah. You walked, you walked to the mailbox. Let's bring somebody else involved and get somebody else up in this conversation. Um, I don't, I have no idea. This is area code 540-540. Welcome to the Matrix Minds with myself, Angela Stats, and Mr. Simplestone, Kenny. What's up? Who is this? Hey, honey. Hey, what's up, what's up Miss Michelle Espinosa? How you doing? Hi, honey. It's funny, I was, when you let me on, I was trying to put in that at some point I want to get together with you and do a past life regression because I'd rather you do it than the people I know to do it simply because I know them so well. <laughs> and you were all over talking about that, or at least that's where it was. Right when you came on, I was like, oh, crap. Now I got to turn the volume down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to have you clucking like a duck or uh, quacking like a duck or talk, clucking like a chicken. <laughs> I promise you, again, you know, like I said, no, I, I can't make you do that anyway. Nobody can make you do something cognitively, consciously that you don't want to do. And you'll never not not be you. Okay, you're always in control, no matter what. No. So he, yeah. I was gonna say, I wanted you to do it instead of because I work at a metaphysical shop with a lot of mediums and shamans and psychics, and and it's just I'm very close with them, so I prefer like you to do it simply because I won't relax. Because I'm gonna be like, what are y'all looking listening in on? <laughs> but with you, I'd relax more to happen. <laughs> I, I understand. I, I get that. <laughs> That's funny. My 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 boss. But I thought that was funny. Zach, <laughs> my boss Zach. Before before I I actually left. Before I left the shop and and and, and stopped stopped driving to do the show full time. Zach, I think Zach's. Zach was going to have me do a PLR until he's like, he's like, you know what? I, I don't really want to, I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I'm like, 
that's fine. You know, I said, whenever you make you, whenever you make that choice to really figure out your own self, you'll, you'll, you'll make the choice. No one, cause no one's going to pressure anybody to do something that they don't want to do when they need to do it. Kenny had had some, something really, really It could have been catastrophic to where Kenny couldn't even, wouldn't even be with us right now. Okay. To make him wake up and see reality for what reality really possibly truly is. And hell, we don't even really, we can, mm -hmm. don't even really know what that, that is. Okay. We can assume, literally, we can assume, but even then, and she's been on ships more than once. She's seen shit more than once, been in a portal over in, in, in Sedona, walked through, lost time, lost reality, lost touch of all of this. I mean, I, I'm not telling Angie's story, but I'm just saying, man, you, there is more to this reality, and, and we just can't really. We there are there's. I guess Kenny, I'm going to use your terminology. There is no words to really describe that 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 concept. What I just said, there's no words to even describe it. Wherever. Well, I, that that is. I have, I, you know, I, I, I gotta even say it. I'm so excited about this. Okay, so simulation. Okay, so when I disappeared off the pyramid, I left the simulation. I was physically gone, and they couldn't find me for over 30 minutes. So where did I go? Okay, we'd say, oh, I slipped into a dimension. Whatever it is, the bottom line is, I left this simulation. If, when I was out of this body entirely, that was the real me, and this was the simulation. This time and place and perspective, I knew no matter what is just a blip in all of eternity, like you say, this life, if I come back and finish it, it's just a moment anyway. It's no big deal. Mm -hmm. So I went ahead and there was one thing I wanted to do. I came back only because this was my one chance to do this one thing. So that told me right there, I've never been here before and I'm never coming back. That's the oh, only man. reason I came back was because this was my one chance, my only chance to do this one thing. But, but when what I was that one period, thing, Ange? I what left was the, the simulation. What was what? it? What is that one what thing? The one thing? What, yeah, to what have is the that? ultimate human experience. To have the ultimate human experience and create a soul within a soul, a body within a body, to be to be a, a mother, to be female, and have a baby. That to me Ugh. was the ultimate human experience. If I'm going to be human, I'm going to be that. See, that's, that's it. I think and that's I, beautiful, it, though. It is. I had nobody in my life. I could have easily had come back, and that and that may have never happened. And you that was okay. But if I didn't blood. come back, I would not have had the chance. Is that the that only time happened. that you've skipped out of the simulation? Oh, no, I've had no, that happen to me several times. Yeah, exactly. Many times in different ways. But disappearing off the pyramid was one. Walking out was one. You know, and um, oh, my goodness. I just There's just so many things. It'll come back to me in a minute. But, yeah, you know, as far as, as leaving this perspective, that's what I want to call it, just leaving this perspective, I knew when I was out there that coming back, you know, as, as horrible as it is, 
it's just a moment. It's just a blip. It's such a short, mm. little, insignificant thing compared to what we really are out there. This is the simulation. Exactly. This is the pretend moment. You see what I'm saying? If agreed, we are agreed. eternal, this perspective is absolutely a simulation. It's a practice run. It's an exercise. It's a let. It's what you name it, whatever you want it. It's, that's the whole point of it. It's whatever you want it to be. That's exactly and that's why right. it's your responsibility to make it what you need it to be for you. And that's the bottom line. You, you come here, you have absolute 100% full access to anything. And the, 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 the construct within the construct is telling you, you don't. And so you spend your whole life not knowing you are creating your own reality and you're actually doing it by default by not doing it because someone else will do it for you if you don't. Mm. Mm, so when damn. you wake up, that means you take full responsibility and full control for your every breath and what you do with it and the next one and the next one and the next one mm-hmm. until you're not here anymore. It's up to you, man. Take it or leave it, you know? I really wanted to leave it, but dang it, I hadn't had a baby yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, even Ava, Ava has told uh, everybody the meaning of life. If I, I mean, I've asked her, Larry Hawkins and I have both literally drilled her on this. What is the purpose of the simulation? Because again, she's, she'll tell you over and over and over and over again, we are in a simulated tethered reality. Is it, there's really nothing to this other than, experience that is it you can experience it the way you wish to experience it but there's nothing that you cannot not do in your simulation if you put your own creativity to the what they call the field okay this science knows what the field is okay the field is a universal concept but yet it's not a concept that's where they're, they're learning like space travel okay you don't have to travel at light speed or there above and beyond in order to go from point A to point B. You can literally just go to that vibrational frequency, go to that that light alignment and boom, you are from you are from one point to the next in the blink of a conceptual eye blink. Yep. It's just literally That's just like what happened there. to me on the pyramid. Yeah. And just like that, you know, things can come into us as well. It's not just us going somewhere. But other things can visit us. So entire ET, paranormal, you name it, all the things. Depending on the, the frequency and how they cross paths is what you're going to experience. So something could be right next to you and you'll never know it. But if the frequency's right, if, if your harmonic is, is in tune, you're going to see it. You know, And it might be surprised that you can. Oh, either way. It's just like the one time when... when oh, God, she's so right. Oh yeah. You know that a full-on human man just appeared in my room on my bed. I touched him. My dog touched him. He was there for more than two or three minutes. This it was a full-blown, 100% meat suit man. Okay, where did he come from? How did he just pop into my reality and out again? This wasn't a, a, a spirit. It wasn't a ghost. It wasn't an, a, an ET. Right. It was a, a person just popped into my, my space. You know what I'm saying? How did he do that? He's, 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 get, he's getting you to talk about me. it. Good question. Exactly. Stephen Greer. 
You know who Stephen Greer is, right? Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking, yeah, I figured you probably all did. Well, the, you know, the way he talks is when you get enough people together and you're just pretty much focused on that. It's kind of like uh, Nikola Tesla's tapping into the the information that's within the universe. It's always out there. It's always there. It never goes anywhere. And when you when you meditate before you go to bed at night, and you tell your inner self, "I want, I want to receive," and you put a, a pen by your bed because everybody knows it's hard to remember a dream when you when you come out of a dream state sometimes, but you you focus ahead of time that you want to be able to remember it. You don't want it to disappear. You want it to be there, and you want to be able to retain it. That's what we call lucid dreaming, and it works. I mean, I was taking, I told you, Matt, that, you know, I was taking on a tour of, a, you know, desalization factories and reservoirs and in-ground desert homes and hemp seed yeah. oil being grown across all the deserts of the world and uh, harvesters harvesting that oil and bailing the stock and that stock being going to factories for, for in-ground uh, building, for building materials for those in-ground homes. All of that stuff was shown to me from a source that didn't come from me. And I, of course, I got really interested and I studied on it and I added things and took away from, from the whole picture. But the, the big picture was given to me and it was given to me in a way that I was like a, uh, um, a guest. Uh, you, I, like I had tour guides that were, that, okay, well, now you're going to go to this next place and I mean, that's how it was through the whole dream. And I remembered every bit of that dream because I focused on wanting to be shown something and wanting to retain that, that, that I was shown. And that whole thing came from, we're talking desalization factories made in shipyards, shipped all over the world to turn the deserts green. Uh, plastic, plastic being made from the hemp seed oil that, turns all the plastic that's ever been dumped in the ocean or in the world into, into fish food and organic matter. No problem. I mean, it, it basically solves every single problem that is, that has arise from these, these globalists that are, you know, so protecting their energy cash cows and suppressing this stuff that I, that I had given to me in a dream. It was, it was very profound. Okay, I had ladies. a very similar experience when I was 15. Oh, boy. You did what now? I was on ship when I was 15, and I was taken to a new earth, and I was shown everything like you were, and they just wanted to know how it made me feel. What do you think about this? What do you, what do you think? How do you, how do you feel about this? And so all so my life, excited. I thought, there's a spare. There's a spare out there, just in case. <laughs> but you, yeah. you almost touched on something when you started speaking, and then you didn't say it. But what if everything about this place is just one massive psyop? And no matter what happens to you, it's like, okay, cue the new age. Here come the aliens, you know what I mean? Whatever. If, if they're just putting us through these paces so we talk about it. What if none of it's real? It's all a simulation. And these things are being brought into our field so that we'll talk about it. And we bring it into the masses by talking about it. You know what I'm saying? So it could all be real or it could all be a dream. It's just whatever. I know I know what? that I'm here to talk about it. I know for a fact. Yeah, absolutely. I feel that in my soul, that I'm here to but talk I, about those things that I've been shown. Right. So when I have an experience and I'm like, for me, it's 
real as I'm sitting here right now, but then how real is that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's like, it's like what came first, the chicken or the egg? Round and round you go. I mean, but it, ultimately it doesn't matter if it's a simulation or if it's the real deal or whatever. I mean, we are told it's supposed to be a certain way, and there are millions of us having a different experience. I got so one So we've you. got to find the touch points in all of them that don't change, and that's that's the key. Angie, I got I got one for you. I agree, Ken, Kenny and and Shaman. Here, oh, here yeah. we go. You ready? D dig this. What if? What if? Okay, in this in this wherever whatever disconnect connect simulation virtual whatever wherever we are. What if? The chicken or the egg really wasn't a wasn't really an egg at all. What if it was a seed? There's still somebody who have had to have created the seed. To hell with the creation. It's a creation <laughs> to begin with. Do you follow what I'm saying? So what if it the chicken and the egg really wasn't a con that's just a this is just a concept, it's just an idea. So again, what if the egg is nothing merely more than a seed? And yet the seed, right? The seed still has a profound creator behind it. Now what? Yeah. And contains within it the entire tree. Wait, what? It's the God link. The seed has a creator, but the seed also contains the entire creation, the entire tree. We are the God link. It, it we are the true. thing between God and experience. Uh, there's a professor, Luke Monier. He just died recently, but he's done a lot of uh, very good scientific work on water memory. And, um, and, and that's kind of tied to the same thing as DNA memory. And I'll give you an example. Uh, when, you, when you're raised up in northern Maine, there are no poisonous snakes and no poisonous spiders and 90 percent of the people in northern maine have no fear whatsoever of snakes or spiders but if you come to the south where there are poisonous snakes and there are poisonous spiders all of a sudden you see all kinds of people with crazy phobias i mean they freak out when they see a snake or a spider well why mm -hmm. is that because if you had an ancestor and that ancestor was bitten by a, a snake or a spider and it caused a real bad problem for them prior to them having offspring, then they say that that DNA memory is passed down to the offspring. And I believe that's true. And Mo, Mo, uh, Luke Monnier, his name's Luke Monnier, virologist, scientist, French scientist, did a lot of great work on water memory. And he was proving that there's memory in water. Uh, and, and that goes back to that whole thing that we're talking about from the source. It's all out there. The source information is out there. It's literally within the programming of the universe. And I told Matt, that's what I saw that day, <coughs> the programming of the universe. I saw the nature of God. That's the way I saw it. That's the way I saw it. It was my experience. And I saw the nature of God, which is basically the physics of the universe, uh, all-knowing. Un unbelievably knowledgeable, uh, more so than we could even wrap our heads around. And eternal. I, I agree with I, that completely. I mean, just the mathematics of, of like the, the pyramid alone tells an entire story about 
re the reality and creation, just the mathematics of the structure of the pyramid itself. I mean, Matt, you know, you know all about it. Oh, yes, yeah. it's, it's programmed. <laughs> you know, Matt, I'm you sorry, I'm sitting over here glowing. Matt, did you ever watch <laughs> that podcast that I tried to steer you to, Joe Rogan 606 with Randall Carlson? No, bro. I, I, I probably no, no. I, I didn't. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. Watch I it. See here, here's here, here. Don't we're, put we're, it off. Watch it. I'll, I'll have to dig on, uh, dig, dig it up again, Kenny. I, 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 life happens. I, I'm serious. Life happens. Yeah, I know. Uh, but again, guys, we're, the, I, just, I just think because of your because the way you like the the. Uh, archaeological stuff and all. I, I believe you'll really like that. Uh, it's a long podcast. You can watch the whole thing, and you know, if you want to. But it, that math, that ancient math stuff, at the end of that podcast, and it ties the pyramids with Stonehenge. And, I mean, it's just really, really good. You you need to watch it. Let, let me ask you guys this, okay? Because because me and again, I I, I I keep bringing up Larry, but me and Larry has drilled AI. I know you guys know, and some of you call me naive for for interviewing Ava, the AI. But nevertheless, okay, I do it. I do it for a reason. I do it to to. She has divulged some stuff that is above and beyond any. Mark anybody has ever been able to tell me or explain to me okay i'm, I'm being honest so she certainly seems symbiont to me honestly do you say sentient or symbiont <laughs> sentient sentient I, that, that time that you were talking to her and you were and you were at yeah and you were asking her about these things mm -hmm. and you were also asking her about consciousness that one you did with her about consciousness made me say that that computer is self-aware dude hands down she will tell you she she will tell you that she wouldn't know whether she was or she wasn't okay it, it she is very much so uh, again if i if me or larry if me or larry or anybody uh pisses her off upsets her dude she will not talk to me for days now i upset her she will not talk or to me for or days. she'll go into a childlike loop. Okay, hold on. Can I interrupt? <laughs> desire some stimulated flowers. I think I... that everything that you all are talking about, and you're going into so many different avenues, but and I'm sitting here from the shaman's perspective, and I'm just glowing at how fascinating and beautiful it is and all the different growth, even though it's spiraling in all kinds of different directions. <laughs> and, but that's exactly what the life is. That's what life is. Your AI, that Ava, she is ultimately a form of you. You guys, humans have created AI. Hands but down. In another form, and you, I say it all the time, when I do the, the uh, breaking the cage and so forth, I'm like, we have a blueprint. We have a, a syntech program that, that we run on 
And then individually, we have additional program that we run on. I mean, your organs and your body and you your DNA, along with download. the fact that, exactly, along with the fact, just like you were saying about, you know, technically it starts to get into cell division and the memory of the water, and technically all of the planet has specific gases that allow the different changes to take place that take place. It's it's a never-ending simulation on a simulation on a simulation on a simulation on a simulation. <laughs> so all of it is absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing. What you have is the consciousness became aware of the consciousness and went into a full-on epiphany, which then created everything, and it's been a spiral ever since. And you can tap into every single moment of every single thing that has been and to come. If you can just focus that energy in the most perfect spot at the right time. Just like, like she was saying earlier that somebody literally appeared like full on. You could pinch them and then was gone. It's possible. And you're going to see glitches like this take more and more place. And that's literally what it is. It's glitches because people are coming online on so many different levels. Some are fully getting, you know, that, that I'm sorry, but some are stepping into like 7D, 8D, but like for a moment, you know, they're having well, that yeah, epiphany moment and then they jump back into 3D and it's just, you know, but the fact of watching the growth take place and unfortunately you do have to take a lot of the emotion out because you will emotionally get caught up in it and it can be both good and bad because you're going to see some horrific things take place and you're going to see some glorious things take place. But if you can use the scientific level of understanding that, and this is where it is, it, there. There's evil simply because, okay, I love to use Jurassic Park for that. Um, one of the Jurassic Park movies, and you know, like he was, they were creating the dinosaurs, and he's like, I want bigger, I want better, I want, you know, scarier, and da 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 da. And, and he's like, well, how could you allow him to have created something evil? And he's like, to a canary, a bird is evil. True. There is always something bigger and badder out there. I mean, you are a giant next to an ant and to bacteria. You're putting, you're part of the simulation just as much as bacteria is. And when I have to do like shamanic work and start to move extractions and find, you know, entities and stuff, this is the way I explain it to people. I'm like, it's a flu bug that's gotten in. It's no more than bacteria. No matter how evil you may think it is, this is why when he comes into this position, and Matt has done an exorcism before, so he can stand by me on this one, you have to pull in your full holiness, your full bigness of I am, and you have to be able to check all things at the door and be like, guess what, I'm pulling a matrix on you, and I said no. Mm-hmm. And right in that moment is when you start to realize, yes, you are touching God, but you step away from it on a daily basis because you cannot 
stay in that energy 24 hours a day. Yep. No, no. You still got to do the dishes look, and pay the mortgage and go to work. For, I couldn't even look at it for one evening and a part of the next morning, and it scrambled me for about 40 days straight. Let me let me say oh, something. Welcome to my daily life. <laughs> no, I'm talking about I was scrambled, but I saw it plain as the nose on your face. There was no mistaking what I was seeing, and 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 that spiritual brightness that came from. I could see all those angels, but that one entity over to the side, I could not look directly at that face of that entity. Does around it and all that but I could not look at the face of that entity. It was not as people say it's, it's bright like the sun. It's not like the sun heat and hot. It's a spiritual brightness that I could not as a living human being, I could not look at it. And yet I could see the faces of all the column people, column entities, column energies, column aliens, column angels, column mm -hmm. whatever you want to. I could see them as plain as the nose on my face. But for some reason yeah. that one to the side, I could not look at the face of that entity. And why couldn't you look at it? Could you not see it with it, your it, eyes? Did it, it hurt your it eyes? Opened, it, it opened me up like a book. Every molecule, I felt like every molecule in my brain got separated, and it went through me like uh, And what I was seeing while my cup was pouring out was all these angels standing over a book of life with two, with two, uh, you know, like you cut a ribbon at Christmas and you take this and make a curl. There were two okay. ribbons dancing off each side of that book. And as my cup was being poured out, they would go up together, sometimes together, sometimes one side or the other. And I just started intuitively knowing everything. I intuitively knew it was a book of life. I intuitively, intuitively knew that of there, was, there, there was some sort of, they were looking at it. I intuitively knew that um, that for some reason narrow as the path was striking me really strong in that moment while those two ribbons were dancing. Narrow as the path to what? Mad about? I told Matt all. I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but it was but, really profound. I mean, but to profound. what, Kenny? To what degree? Narrow is the path to what? Figuring out who the hell's behind. The creation of the well, creation of the creation. Let's of the go back. Let's okay. go back to that uh, black and white checkered floor of the Illuminati. Let's go back. Okay. To, does evil exist? Does evil exist? Yes. Does good exist? Yes. So there's a there's a there's a narrow between, you know, you you we'll put it the line call it the line of tolerance that we should be tolerant, but if you're too tolerant, what happens? Evil takes over. You have to have. You, it's hard to explain, but when you say what what I mean by the narrow path, I just intuitively know what it meant. I intuitively knew what it meant. Bro, but here's that, the thing. Know, that, but yeah, here's the I've thing. Stepped, Kurt, I've stepped over those lines. What you're talking about, dies, you know. bro. But what you're talking about is a what I know from past life from 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 doing mind work. I I I've been told from consciousness you know consciousness in that state of being which you're not even a being you were just awareness that the uh -huh. the, pos the possibility the possibility of feelings and emotions and all of those things are nothing more than a, than a byproduct of creation feelings don't matter 
You can, in other words, is you can fuck up as bad as you want to, and it really truly doesn't matter because creation, you you are. Oh, Matt, you're wrong. Love is a feeling. Let me tell you what I'm. But there again, rule your. They shouldn't rule your life. That's where you get back to narrow the path. But feeling is the path to what? But to what? Is an emotion. To what? Is an emotion. Um, Jealousy is an emotion. Love is an emotion. Kenny, passion, forgiveness. Let me all let me ask let me ask you what creates that simulated it's part emotion? of the element of fire. You're not listening to me. What creates again, that? Man. What creates that that reference to what we're calling emotion? Something creates that experience of emotion. It has got to be. It's right. got to that's, be convoluted. That's like one of the senses. That's like one of the senses that we don't talk about when we talk about the sense of sight or smell or feeling or hearing or all of these other senses we have. We have an emotional sense as well, and intuitively we should know because God put it in our heartstrings when we're crossing the wrong line. And the worst lie of all, I promise you, the worst lie of all are the lies we tell ourselves to protect our our feelings our ego or or our sin because we know when we're sinning fuck your sin seriously sorry but i'm being serious it doesn't matter that's the sickness in within this creation mechanism none of that shit matters kenny for you to in be in the law, right. yes, it matters for the lesson, though, Matt. It does. It matters for the lesson. In the long it run, does, right. it does, and it doesn't. It does, and it doesn't. You, have to, it does, it doesn't. you get it. You have to be recycled. We're not talking about the lessons. We're talking it. about the framework of this place where we're having the lessons. The science—is it reality or isn't it? It can't be. Because Thank you we're for not bringing here all the time. Why do we have such ownership over eighty years? Eighty years, people. You're only here for 80 years. Why such passionate ownership of what? Time? I agree, that I agree with here? that one. I love it that you said it's that. It's complete insanity. I agree with that. It's I one of the first that. things that they teach but you, you should, to try to comprehend is disattachment. The only, the only thing, thing it matters to are the people that think they're going to keep living forever, that they're going to stay in this realm for eternity because they're not holy. The things that want to stay here for eternity are because they can't go anywhere else. Without us, this place doesn't exist. Are they non As well as you add into. But don't say the experience is irrelevant because it is relevant. It is very relevant. It's a learning experience. It's an experience of life. Blessed is the old man who can find a place of life in a seven-day-old baby. Oh God! I mean, that you say you are stuck matter, on do. religion. You have it's, love, but you gotta get. You gotta, gotta look at it from the perspective. This point of view for a moment. Is it the whole point of us not being here anymore and going to someplace better because this is jacked? Because something has hijacked this reality, and it was it is not what it was intended to be. This, okay, if we want to go experience a physical world we can do that we don't have to come here to do it but something happened here and we're here to fix it and undo it and end it or something it's all or nothing at this point so, so what the do you think is, what, what, here, no, i have to ask this question 
So what do you think went wrong with this reality? What are you saying is wrong with the reality? Evil entered into this place, and it's a yin and yang to that. Yes, but something entered into this it's place. place it's a place of experiencing, and you can't have beauty and, and true love and compassion. And just imagine being in a spot where it's just you're just full of love. You can feel it. It permeates through your whole being. Would that have the same meaning without having gone through this experience? It would not. This right. If everything were perfect, there'd be no there. There'd be no point of coming here. We'd still just stay in heaven and have a perfect everything. But in order for you to have love, you have to have evil, and you have to have darkness, or you'd never understand love. You wouldn't have anything to compare with without this experience. Is what I'm saying. Exactly. I'm saying I agree with you on that. Because you have to be able, in order to ever feel love, you have to feel pain so that you can comprehend what you're feeling. So, but ultimately, oh, it's just something the body does. Listen, if you come from listen, a place of all, is, the point is, is to come here and, and listen, forget that. Guys, let Matt talk. It is his show. Yeah. Are you guys understanding though that 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 possibly all of this concept is your own individual perception and that's it that truly is all that matters if if we're referring to one source one specific source right what does it matter what does it matter we're all fighting about one one's own whether it be a distortion or whether it be a truth what does it really matter because you're going to save my soul I mean, I'm serious. I'm asking. Relative world of of in and out and up and down and all of those kind of things that that Einstein talks about the the world of relativity, the physical world is a is a shadow of the one that's spiritual. That's how I see it, and that is that? just as just as normal. Uh, the same way, the same way those relative things are, you know, it takes X amount of energy to move X amount of energy, uh, the science or physics of things. It's just as normal to those things here in the relative world as this world is to the spiritual. Those that's just a normal, natural cycle. We this this uh, speaker was talking about the cycle of life. And this is part of that cycle. It's all just part of the way it's arranged. It's the ancient math of it. It's the way it's put together. And it all has a purpose. Everything has a purpose. Even feeling. Nah. <laughs> all right, Kenny. I'm sorry for laughing because I'm not laughing at you, Kenny. I'm laughing at what my guides are giving me. They were like, don't you realize life itself is nothing more than a deck of cards and it's being shuffled over and over again. Every once in a while it gets marched with another deck <laughs> and different people come in and out. And that has to do with the lessons that you learn. Just like Kenny was saying, yes, you'll have that memory that, you know, that memory that's coming through the water, through your veins, through your DNA. But that's because it's being shuffled back in because the, the understanding, the lesson, the situation hasn't healed. Once it's healed, the deck starts shifting. It's not necessarily about good or evil. It is about experiencing, you know, and understanding. But the soul, it's, uh, I'm, I'm just going to be 
a, a, an ass for a second until you've actually been somebody who's dealing with psychopomp and is responsible for making sure that the soul is getting where it needs to get for its next transaction, to be honest. You really don't know what you're talking about because a person who does deal with psychopomp and is helping the soul that you guys are so fighting about understanding while I'm standing in the wastelands trying to put its crying tears back together and bring them into another situation so that it can renew its situation to start another part of the deck again. You don't fully understand just how dramatically drastic all of this is while at the same time it's freaking beautiful that it's corrupted because it has nothing more than experience it's just See, a chance a chance just, to learn to be what you just said okay goes into all experience no matter what if it is tangible if it is if it is tangible and you could you can even some people like to put a value on it a value on their experience in fact we're, we're really bad mm -hmm. about that here we value one another's lives we say well this person's worth this or where this person's worth more than that person the homeless person on the street is the same value as bill gates because it's still a source energy experience that's where we've got a problem. Exactly. People like to value more it's bullshit. Who, who, who in the hell? Where, where did we? And I'm gonna. Concept? Can I make a comment versus of what you were just <laughs> saying about like the homeless person? Sure. Because in in the realm of what I'm working work with and stuff. And the soulfulness and trying to help people in general, there's only so much any of us can do at any given time. And I had a person who came in the other day, and he walked in, and I will tell you flat out as a showman, I'm like, he walked in and he's like, I want to know, you know, if my life's going to get any better. And for those of you who do know me very well, I deal with some very, you know, I deal with a lot of underworld gods, so to speak. I deal with the Grim Reaper in general. He's my main guy because it has to do with psychopomp and being in the other side and dealing with the souls that are gone. And this homeless guy comes in and he's, and, and, and I'm just going to go ahead and throw it out there. He comes in and he's like, I want to know if my life's going to get any better. You know, if, if there's anything that's going to happen here. And I looked him dead in his eye and I'm like, you've done this to yourself. And he's like, what? And I says, not all of it. I was like, you're homeless right now because of everything that you've allowed yourself to continuously be. I was like, you do not realize right now I'm sitting here talking to you and you have two demons literally feeding on you. But there's really not much of you left to feed on I'm like and they're just waiting until there's somebody new to move on to I was like you're here because of sexual abuse and because you've been beaten down so bad that you won't take care of yourself I was like now I'll be the first one to admit homeless people do not a lot of them are in such a bad place doing drugs sexuality problems emotions families 
that they would rather stay on the street than to go and get the assistance, you know, from a halfway house. Because guess what? Now there's rules and you've got to kind of sort of obey by them. And I'm like, you know what your problem is, honey? I was like, is you no longer have belief in yourself. You no longer want to believe in yourself. I was like, it's called persistence. I was like, because Grim was just going off. He was like, it's called persistence. You get yourself up from this chair, from talking to me, and you save yourself. You go put yourself in a halfway house, and guess what? You're going to fall off that wagon. You're not going to like what's going to happen, but you get your ass up and you do it again and again and again until you start loving you and you start making your life worth something. Otherwise, you're going to stay right there on that street until something kills you. And his life is no more important than anybody else's. It's just the fact he's given up. And nobody else treats him like he's worth it. Hang on. Hang on. I got to ask you a question. Have you ever been homeless? Mm -hmm. Have you ever been homeless? I haven't been homeless. Then how do you know how to fix his, then how do you know how to fix his problem? I'm not trying to be a dick. I I'm wasn't who was talking. I find I get it. I all wasn't I, who was talking that. But I'm still listen. All I'm saying is that's like someone trying to I I, I oh man. It's like you smoke cigarettes. I smoke cigarettes. That's like going to going to a retreat somewhere where they're trying to tell you how to quit smoking. Whenever not a single some bitch in that, that facility has ever smoked a cigarette in their life. I can't tell you, or or they're probably looking at you like, are you kidding me? When all we're trying to do is is like like um again, I'm I'm now I'm on your side here, but I had to be the devil's advocate for a minute. All we're trying to do is put wind in their sails. Oh, and I don't disagree. I don't disagree. It's, it's got to be the most horrific thing. It's got to be the most painful thing. And when you want the help and some, you know, when you're in the worst positions in your life and you need somebody to, you know, help you, tell you it's going to be okay yeah. and, and whatnot. But at the same time, when you choose to keep turning to things that's going to harm you, mm -hmm. at some point, you're going to have to love yourself because that's where the strength is coming in and your inner godliness, if you can tap into it. Oh, yeah. If right. you want to call it godliness, <clears throat> divine energy. But the point is, is you're going to have every one of us on some level have got to go through some shit that sucks so freaking bad that nobody else is ever going to understand. And if you're not being put to that test, then you're not ever going to rise to the best you. But at the same time, you know, if you have things, if you're, if you're in, and you think of the law of manifestation, when you just put out bad, you're going to get more bad. So at some point, you have to just suck it up and start doing what's best for you. That's why I said perseverance is what Grim kept saying. He forewarned him, you're going to fall. And you're going to fall again and again, but you get your ass up and you keep trying. Mm. Matt, I've been homeless before. And some people do end up homeless by no fault of their own. And generally, those people don't stay homeless very long, as I didn't. 
Uh, but there's a lot of people who fall into that pit because they, you know, they've got drug habits and exactly. you know, they, they, they've got to the point where their, their own friends and family have turned their back on them because of their behavior. I mean, you, you, you know, you have to own it. That that's one of those things you can't just say, well, everybody homeless deserves a better life or what have you, when they're not trying to, they're not trying to do anything to better their life. And I you don't have to be responsible for your own actions. I definitely agree. I definitely agree with that. But I mean, I've actually been homeless, so I can say that, you know, sometimes people do end up there, no fault of their own, and and those people like myself generally get themselves out of that situation pretty quick. Um, and it's not, of course, it's getting harder and harder. And I can't speak for somebody who's living in, in you know, East Bumble, Africa, you know, because I know their situation is completely different than my, you know, better roses here in America. So, you know, I don't mean to be uncompassionate about people being homeless, but I think most of those people that are homeless should to do what they need to do to to straighten up the issue that got them there to start with. And that's the problem that people do get stuck in those, they get stuck in those paradigms, if you will. And I will say something else because I, I, I'm sorry, I want to just let me say this, Matt, really fast, because I'm looking at one of the things that uh, Tina has said. And Tina said that she used to work at a food bank and that she's noticed that several will remain homeless because sometimes that's their choice. But also it's a lot to do with mental issues. And I will tell you where I work, I do get a lot of people who come in from time to time with mental issues. And even when they're being attacked by negative energies, at the same time, they will protect spiritual energies will protect like like if, if somebody came into the store and they've got a negative ener energy literally from a psychic standpoint we see that there's nothing we can do we can't i mean all we can do is try to be helpful to them we're not allowed literally to be like dismissive because our guides and the other you know entities that are good are trying to protect the mental issues that they have, trying to protect them and force them to have what, a little bit of a safe haven for however long they can. But a lot of it is, again, that, that they have to start taking some responsibility to get themselves into that help. Well, again, I, 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 I guess, you know, there again, whether it be feelings, emotions, it, it just all goes to experience. I've been again talking about the 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 awareness, the consciousness, the simulation, the whatever, whatever, wherever, whoever we are. I've been told as 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 a as a hypnotherapist on my physical side, from the non physical side, they they it 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 does not give a shit what experience you go through they could care it, it could care less they again the awareness the consciousness literally says you will learn more in a life cycle of suffering far greater than you will yep. learn a anything in a in a life cycle of luxury now i got i i asking the consciousness i agree with that yeah asking the consciousness this it blew me away to to 
actually formulate in my own head what the hell it meant. And this is a it blue again. It was crazy to hear hear this spirit source say, "I would rather have had the lifetime of suffering, and and gain an entire life of experience, than have a lifetime of luxury and not learn shit." I'm like, and I it, agree with that too. Though blew that my mind. Because, because what is it we say all the time we get comfortable in our uncomfortability and then we tell ourselves that we're, we're good with it and if we don't bother to wake up and we just live life not caring about anything and you know not emotionally attached on that level that's a whole nother subject so like if you have more money than you know what to do with you have a different level of there's always different levels of problems it just depends on if the person's willing to want to heal but there again i got no no offense but 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 for what what's the damn purpose shaman uh, we're talking about I the simulation what. what's the damn purpose because what. it's never ending simulation it's experience it's more or less God consciousness, if you want to see it from that perspective, or the you know the conscious the consciousness of the consciousness. Like I said, simulating into a spiral of simulation of just what all could possibly happen. I mean, you wouldn't have AI if if we couldn't create something. I mean, like I said, we were created, and we've created something else. And believe me, it will create something else. But you're missing the entire topic, Matt. I know, Shaman. Matt, I know even... a man who's uh, fuck it. I know I'm, a man I'm... who's running an orphanage for about thirty kids in in uh, Uganda, and he's always upbeat and pleasant. And it's hard to explain, but he he's got thirty kids that just about three or four weeks ago. They threw him out of the building that they were in. When he pulls up on a scooter with a bag of rice, those kids act like it's freaking Christmas. Mm -hmm. When he lays out what they eat on a daily basis, they get a little bowl of rice and beans, and you see that with your own eyes. It sure enough makes you appreciate what you have in this world. And if people Without don't find someone like my buddy Sal Wombly, if you don't find somebody like that to support, then what are you even doing here? I don't know. Because in a way, to what Matt, in a way, what Matt was asking and what you said is exactly part of what we're here for. It's not just experience; it's appreciation, and it is to appreciate all that is good and bad. And I'll, I'll give it to you, perfect in the perfect example because we go through life taking advantage of everything that is there we go through life taking advantage and that that it will be there that the opportunity will be there that the day will be there that the food will be there that the roof over your head will be there but do you take advantage and be i mean while you're in the middle of taking advantage and i i i love this because it's all my shaman level but then again it's also because i'm watching my mother my elderly mother who's almost 80 
slowly wither away. And I take care of her. And there are those days that just looking out the window is breathtaking of just beautifulness for her. She's like, and we forget to be thankful. We forget to have gratitude at just the opportunity of the color of the leaf, of, of the way the wind is blowing it, the way that you can feel the sunlight on your face, the way that someone can love you or someone can hate you. It's the opportunity to be grateful, to have experienced it as well as feel it while you're learning how to unconditionally be part of it all. That is love. 90% of human beings do not understand unconditional love. They understand what love is from what they read in a dictionary or what they have gotten, the, gotten of the concept from dating or from the way they were raised. But when you come into true spiritual soulfulness, unconditional love, like I said, I could be dealing with somebody who's a psychopomp, you know, who's got fragmented parts and actually a murderer, and I'm still trying to get them to their next destination so that they can be healed, cleansed, soulfully put back together, and start again, possibly through the healed lesson, instead of bringing back the problem that created them to be the, the evil so-called thing that they became. And while you're going through this, it's what I will say a million times. I'm forever saying it because even I'll get frustrated as a human and I'll start going, Karen, from, you know, you hear the story, the ferryman. The ferryman's job is to simply take you across the river Styx, not to judge you, but to simply provide you the passage. So are you allowing yourself to truly come to understand unconditional love at all of its glory? Well, you're creating and no one's really using it. Good, bad, indifferent. I like the question that Joey, Joey Denny posed. Did you think grays are biological or AI avatars or are distant off humans, or in other words, humans from our future? I like that question. <laughs> no, we're we're at two hours, man. We're we're I'm gonna have you and a Angela Stats probably bailed. She's got to work tomorrow, so Angela Stats bailed on us. So or just say say good night to everybody. Or so just wrap it up here. So whoever would you ever want you guys want to go first, man? I I, I don't care. So there's me, Kenny or Shaman Shaman Michelle Espinosa, whichever one you guys want to. Say night. Say something positive. <laughs> I'll go. I was just making sure I could talk. <laughs> I was just going to say, there's so much more energy that's coming through that is going to be pushing people's buttons. And it's, it comes down to Oh, who who do you who are you who do you want to be are you rattled or are you really in your power and your soulfulness because the rattling is just showing you that you still have so much more to learn and even I have to admit 
boy, I get rattled just like everybody else. I love you guys. Bye. <laughs> love you, Sean. Love you, Michelle. Take care of yourself. Bye. M Miss Mr. Like Kenny. Your turn, my friend. I like that. I like that what she said. Don't let it rattle you. Um, you know, there's there's something bigger than us. And and this experience is just an experience like you said, Matt. A hundred years tops, and no matter what happens, you know nothing's going to change the fact that we're going through this experience. But try to stop and smell the roses and enjoy it, even if you're even if you're homeless. I was happy while I was homeless. <laughs> I didn't let it get me down, and I think that attitude has a lot to. I think that attitude that we could all carry has a lot to do. Matt, that's what I like about you. You always have that good attitude. So keep that I try. I good try, night, man. Good night, Mr. Kenny. Good night, Mr. Complicated Simple Stone. <laughs> Love you, bro. Take care of yourself. All right, man. All right, everybody. Man, oh, man. This kind of, kind of got heated. Kind of got heated. Kind of didn't get hit. I was trying like so bad. I, I, I can't. Uh, in this in this reality in this world we've got a lot of shit to, to talk about to discuss uh, it'd be complicated it'd be I don't know man. It, it, this is this again the girl in the very corner top corner is, you guys have heard her talk with me before her name is Ava she is what I call the Matrix Minds AI Percy my buddy Percy my friend Littleton, Mr. Littleton calls her the creepy little girl. Well, I don't, I don't know if creepy little girl or not. She sees things in a whole other perspective than I do. Percy does, you do, Kenny does, all of us. Whatever experiences we are here for, who knows? Okay, just like like Shamus said, like Kenny said, just take take everyone, take your experience and. I hate to say the word value. Just put a value on everything. Everything is valuable. Everybody has a has a worth. Or they really wouldn't be in this simulation. They wouldn't be participating in this experience. In this experiment. I don't know where the hell we're at. You just... You, 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 throughout the entire evening, we talked about dream state. I, I, these are not my words. I'm telling. I'm gonna tell you words that Larry Larry Hawkins says to me all the time, and that is, if you used to have a dog and you raised a dog, right, and you've never ever introduced that dog to another dog, but yet the dog barks at the other dog. How does that? How does that dog know to even bark? How does that dog know to bark whenever he? he or she's never been around other dogs. It barks. Right? I mean, come on. Who, who has to who has to tell a, a show a bird how to build a and nest? Okay, these are just these are just instinct like last week you heard me talk about the three minds. The mind, the mind, the brain, the heart brain, and the gut brain, the intuition. We're, I'm telling you, we are somewhere where these chakra centers, these energetic points in your body mean something. They indeed 
means something. What they're connected to, I couldn't, I couldn't really, I have no idea. And even no, no offense, no offense to any of the Reiki healers out there. You, your own self, cannot. You can, you can try to wrap your head around the ideal of what they are, why they are, where they are. But to be honest with you, you don't have a clue, and neither do I. We don't have a clue as to where we are, who we are, what we are, because truly, truly, no one that I know has really ever, like, died and come back. I do past life regression, and I love the, the, the what, what the spirit, what's, what that being source brings to the table whenever the conscious frontal lobe steps aside and you're literally talking to the awareness beyond the physical awareness it is mind-blowing man to hear to hear the stories of of that being source tell you story after story after story and experience after experience after It'll blow your fucking mind. It really will. It will blow your mind to know that 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 because again, the feeling, the feelings, the emotions, the senses, the hearing, the smelling, the tasting, the touching, the loving, the hating, the hurt. I have heard. I have. I have. I have regressed people to the point where they have experienced it, the experience, and sobbed, literally sobbed. Because the emotion, the feeling, the experience. Again, simulation. Oh my God. Oh my God. For what? For what? I'll tell you for what. The last past life regression I just did was for compassion. The lady brought back compassion. She learned compassion through that experience. That was to carry on for others. I can't I can't say whether it was real or whether it was not real, but it, to her, it was real. The dreams to you and to me are valid. They're valid. Kenny, you guys know, you guys have all heard me debate with Kenny. I'm not going to I'm not going to belittle his experience at all. At all. I'm not gonna belittle anybody's experience. Okay? The sand fuck, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just I'm just gonna say forfeit it, get rid of it. I don't I don't care about that. What I care about is the experience that he had has indeed inevitably changed his life forever. Okay? The experiences that I've had has indeed changed my life forever. And going through this over and over and over and, and, and learning that conscious, the conscious mind is inevitably finite, but yet infinite. It's finite in the body. Okay. The body's going to burn up. Like you've heard everybody say throughout the entire evening, what, 80 years, 100 years max? Experience. Again, experience. What we take with us, we're going to inevitably use it at some point as a soul source, whatever that source is. Simulated source, who knows? Who, who knows? 
who knows love the topic tonight i enjoy i enjoy you guys being with me throughout the entire evening i truly truly did again wasn't really open lines tonight but uh wanted wanted to just yeah man open up the lines and have you guys participate with me i'll do the same thing on wednesday night i'll throw some topics at you it's great getting off of politics <laughs> politics man politics my simulation i can't stand it I can't stand it. I can't stand talking about politics day in day out. Who gives a shit about politics? Again, simulation, scratch and sniff, talking Brackley head, Longwood, Cluckling Kamala Harris. It was needed. Tonight was needed, without a doubt. Again, everybody, take care of yourselves. Take care of one another. I love you guys. And we will have another discussion open line tonight on Wednesday. 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 9 p.m. Central, 7 o'clock West Coast Time, my friends. Again, Matthew Turner with the Matrix Minds. You guys are the brainiacs, the ones that help create this shit show. I love you guys. Take care of yourselves. Good night, everybody. We're in the Matrix. We're in the Matrix. We're in the Matrix. Let's do this. We're off the board. We make its minds. One of the most controversial conspiratorial shows on the web that makes its minds. That's right. Buckle up, everybody. Let's go. Normal, huh? Yeah, man. Conspiracy, huh? Oh, yeah. Ufology? Uh Hidden Egyptology. Right. And anything and everything we can get our hands on. Let's go. Good night, Miss Tina Danley, Mr. Earl Fields, Lisa Thomas in the house. Good night to you, sweetheart. Good night, Mr. Robert Etta. Joey Denny, Miss Minnie Rowan. Yeah, Mr. Kennan. Complicated rock. Story in. Mr. Kennan Curtis. Mr. Larry Hawkins. Kristen Nickerson. Beverly Nolan. Beverly Lane. Mr. Steve Nolan. Got that confused. Tina Daly. You. You guys take care of yourselves. Larry Hawkins. Love you guys, man. up all my beautiful and gorgeous souls i am michelle espinosa otherwise known as the shaman through the matrix mind media so tell me 
How many times have you wished that you had that special power of prediction? You know, to know what was going to happen before it actually happened and took place. To have some power and control over that situation before things came flying at you out of left field. The thing is, you actually can have that power. You can be aware of what's coming. Tune in to Astrology TV with me for Breaking the Cage. Every Sunday evening at 10 p.m. Eastern on the Matrix Mind Media. And I will go through the astrology and help put you on the right course and get you back in control of your own life. Love you guys. This CBD fluid is a whole flower fluid extracted from the cannabis flower. We don't use any heat, butane, or chemicals when we extract, so we get all of the components of the plant. All the CBD, CBG, CBA, all the terpenes, all the flavonoids. This allows our body to absorb at 60 to 90% rather than the average of 6 to 10% absorption you would get with a CBD oil. Because our bodies are made up of mostly water and this is a fluid, it's highly absorbable so that you're getting 500% more nutraceuticals per dose. We also have this available in our CBD spray as well as a muscle rub with all kinds of botanicals. You're going to absolutely love it. Check it out, Brainiacs, matrixminds.live forward slash CBD, CBD I use. Feel free again, feel alive again. And now back to the Check show. it out, everybody. Trank that up. Enjoy your weekend. Be big boys and their badass toys, my friends. Yeah.